0: The Mel Gedroych Podcast Hey it's Mel G and this week on our little podcast we shall be talking about all things B birth song, Bush's bath bag and broken bones If you like the sound of that then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from 1 on Magic There will be more chat and some absolutely great songs thrown in for good measure How are you, my love? I'm very good. Are you OK? I'm, are you feeling... That
1: oh, a it's lovely that a lovely thing? book that someone sent you.
0: So I got given this book. I'm obsessed with it. It's called The Little Book of the Dawn Chorus, and it teaches you all the different bird noises. It's so cute.
1: Because you've probably been sat there listening to birds in your back garden forever. Thinking, That's nice. Yeah.
0: So it's 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 um it's uh, by Andrea Pennington and Kaz Buckingham. This book, and they sent it to me. Thank you so so much, ladies. Now listen. What was that bird that I? Let's have a little. It's an impromptu quiz. Impromptu quiz. I'm going to play one of the bird noises from The Little Book of dawn chorus right. and you Bush have to tell me <laughs> which bird it is Okay. think of me as uh, oh what was his name the guy that did all the bird noises Percy somebody oh. do you remember him no,
1: no. I don't, no, I don't no, know he,
0: he, he was great he used to impersonate them anyway <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Percy the bird guy
0: right okay what's this Bush oh that's a lovely one
1: that's very distinctive isn't it
0: that is an absolute... Oh, I've got to look it up. Hang on, I don't know.
1: Because this takes me back, because I used to draw little pencil pictures of birds. She used to have a fine 50 bird book when oh, I was a kid as well. She oh, used to love oh. them. Is that like a lark?
0: Oh, that's a song thrush.
1: Oh, play along at home.
0: Early in the morning is a good time to sing when the dim light makes it difficult to find food. It's easy to identify this thrush's song as the male repeats phrases at least twice, usually from a high post. Hey,
1: you, you've definitely so got a market there for lovely. mindfulness with that going on, you reading it out.
0: Sorry, I've moved on. Okay. I've moved on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who have we got What's now? That? Who's this?
0: What's that little badger? Oh, I've never even heard of this bird. What's it called? It's called a redstart. Looking a little bit like a snazzy robin, this striking bird arrives in the UK in April. Oh, Oh, this is a brilliant book. It's like a bird adventure, isn't it? Yes. It is. And what is this now, bird? Here we go,
1: here we go, here we go. That's a robin redbreast. Robin redbreast.
0: No, it's not a robin redbreast. Give me a second, give me a second. I've got to flick through. Got to flick through. Uh, That, my friend, is a chiff-chaff.
1: Chiff-chaff, yeah. isn't that a mobile phone network? <laughs> That's so weird.
0: Uh, it's a chiff-chaff. Oh, the male finds a perch in the middle of his territory, puffs up his throat feathers, and moves his head and tail as he delivers his <sighs> chiff-chaff song. Chiff-chaff.
1: Oh, I love it. Do you I, know why I think this, this is a good book. thing, this little book with a plastic thing on the side that plays out the birds' yes. noises? Why I think it's a good thing is, I don't know about you, Mel, but whenever I go to the zoo... That's a robin. Is that a little robin there? I think so. Whenever I go to the zoo, I never do the Avery bit. I always think, I oh, can't be bother with the birds? I know, I know. They're boring, I'll just leave them to it.
0: I wonder if it's a sign of my age and the approach of a landmark birthday. Yeah. I wonder... I'm, I love birds now.
1: Getting into birds.
0: I'm absolutely obsessed with them. I love birdsong in the garden. This book is going to accompany me everywhere now.
1: Have you got, like, a bird bath or a little birdhouse in garden? I'm going to get one.
0: I'm going to get a feeder.
1: Get a little bird feeder? I'm
0: going to get a feeder.
1: We put one up and not one single bird was interested. Did you put... I was <laughs> <laughs> really absolutely incandescent with rage.
0: Did the squirrels get them?
1: I think the squirrels had most of it, yeah. That's a beauty. That's a good one, isn't it?
0: Bill Oddie, if he's listening, he'll be all over this. He Bill, would love it. Bill will know instantly. Oh, I played that already. Sorry, that's a red start. Oh, this is my favourite. <gasps> Come on, what's
1: that? That reminds me of walking back uh, from a nightclub with my shoes in my hands from Torquay. Oh,
0: how lovely. Do you know At what like it is?
1: four o'clock in the morning. Is it's, it a chaffinch?
0: No, it's a blackbird. Oh. <gasps> Do you know what a blackbird's name is in Latin? I've got absolutely no idea. I can't believe it. It's called a turdus. <gasps> turdus, T-U-R-D-U-S. Oh no. Turdus merula. A, t-
1: a turdus merula.
0: That's absolutely marvellous.
1: Sounds like something of a, a bit of cod liver oil would shift.
0: Oh, doesn't oh. that? What it's does so that soothing. conjure? That conjures for me, Kate Bush. Yeah. Kate Bush, barefoot, wandering from her back door. Mm-hmm. She's got a lovely steaming mug of tea. Yeah. And she's going just across the lawn to her studio at the bottom of her garden.
1: And she's just going to have a little rolly on the seat at the end there near her um, wind chime that she's got. Yeah. yeah.
0: And she's going to make a song about that.
1: Aww. Because
0: she's heard it on the way.
1: And she's going to like record it and then just put it straight out.
0: Yes! Yes! Oh, Bush, I love summer. It is summertime. It's May the 26th. We're in Kate Bush's garden. Not Andy Bush's garden. <laughs> Kate Bush's garden. Hello. Hello there. Hello, sailor. Hello there. Um, it's time now for our uh, our legendary Ledger of Ledge, uh, where we nominate something every week to go into our special book, AKA the Ledger of Legends. And I would like to ask you, Bush, to nominate something for next week. Really? I've been hogging it, man.
1: Oh, what about my fantastic new bag that I've bought recently?
0: Oh, that bag. Absolutely honks.
1: If you want to hear these two, and I mean Mel and producer Louise, absolutely destroy my bag, listen to the podcast.
0: Uh, it's it's really awful, gang. It made me feel physically sick when he brought it in.
1: Though you it's can't a, say that.
0: It's a horrid computer bag. It's he a spent a £90 on it. He was absolutely fleeced. It's got a sheen on it and horrible fake Leatherette, sort of something like Bergerac would wear.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, it's 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 Bergerac, mate.
1: Mel, you can draw your own picture for The Ledger <gasps> of Legend this week. That's what's happening right now. Oh. You can draw your own picture. This is oh. Brexit. This is drawing Brexit for Bush.
0: Oh, my days. Yes. Well, that's certainly... That's created a new colour in the studio. It certainly has. Limey O'Reilly.
1: So what are you going to draw them for yourself and nominate no, for yourself? No, I
0: can't draw Bush. Although next week I will because you'll be nominating and I'll be drawing. OK, fair enough. But that's next week. OK, then. Not now. I'd like to nominate... Um, oh, there's a bit of an atmosphere, I'm not going to lie. Can't look him in the eye. The bag, the bag is really, really bad, though. I mean, it is... It's a great it's, bag. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's the awful. The bag. noise of the zips. Oh, it's horrid. Um, it's the sort of bag, if you were pregnant, you would throw up. <laughs> sorry, you would. Probably into it.
1: That is the worst thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> so sorry. <but> it's <laughs> the worst thing.
0: It's worse than the gilet.
1: No, really?
0: Yeah, Maloney is agreeing with me on that. It's worse than the gilet, mate. 90
1: quid, mate, from Italy.
0: (gasps) Um, Into our ledger of ledgers this week, we'll have to be quick because we've talked about the puke-inducing (laughs) bag so much, I'm going to put a dressing gown. Really? Yeah. I'm not talking about a kind of hot, fleecy, wintertime dressing gown. That's wrong for this time of year. Okay. It's been quite clement of late. It has. I'm talking about a loose, cotton robe that you throw on on a Sunday morning... Betwixt the hours of say nine and twelve.
1: Hugh Hefner-esque type thing? Not silken. Not silken. It's gotta
0: be cotton. Okay. I don't it's not sleazy. Not sleazy. It's it's something that I don't know that your dad might have worn. Oh. Do you know what I mean?
1: Okay, we maybe can do that. maybe
0: with a stripe on it.
1: And where's the where's the lower half of this going? Is it above knee base or below knee or where where's this? Maybe
0: strictly mid-calf. <laughs> mid-calf. Above knee. That is sheer House of Bunny, honestly. <laughs> the music's even stopped in disgust, Bush. It has, Please it? draw the dressing gown, <laughs> I want nothing more to do with you. Thank you.
1: Podcast time. Ah. Podcast time.
0: Open up that canister of joy, my friends, and let's see what lies within.
1: A lot of type, these are typed at the moment. These I know, are
0: what's going on, man? Questions from the office are
1: typed. That's strange. The question is as follows. Come on, man. Mel, how many bones have you broken? <gasps>
0: uh only the one uh mirist bone 1976 Blimey. um i roller skated in sheila Maluk's skates <laughs> not my own so i wasn't used to them we swapped skates is that what it was yeah down carol reed not the hungarian film director okay. carol reed who lived down the road mm-hmm. uh they had a sort of driveway that was sort of a bit based on a hill and uh skated down there boom shackalack at the bottom ouch the wrist was snapped in two
1: did you know straight away that it was it was yeah, gone
0: yeah i did because janet joel oh, our janet. neighbor uh slightly roughly put the aforementioned wrist under a tap ouch. of cold water and i i felt really quite sick
1: did you have, like, a little plaster thing which everyone could yeah, write and stuff on? Yeah. See, I've never broken a bone.
0: Have you not, Bush? Touch
1: wood, touch wood. Oh, touch wood. touch wood, touch wood, Never broken a bone, but i they, they don't do them like they used to do, plaster no. casts, so you can't have loads of people sign the name on them anymore.
0: Well, sometimes they won't even put them in casts. Really? Yeah.
1: That was, like, the whole point.
0: I know, I know, I know. Have you ever sprained anything?
1: Oh, uh, I went over on my ankle. You know when you flip your ankle yeah, out yeah. back, left and right, like... That yeah, k- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, down a pothole outside the Toucan pub in uh, right in Soho here, which is like a like a, a Guinness pub, so obviously everyone thought I was really drunk i, I don 't even was going in there to meet friends i hadn 't even had a drink yet at that point, but I went over at, oh. on my ankle and I thought I was fine, no problem, we had a couple of beers. The next morning, pulled back the bed sheets and my ankle was like a golf ball It was oh, so bad man. really horrible crutches. No crutches, no, no crutches. just hobbling around.
0: You just you styled it out.
1: I just styled it out.
0: I stepped on an urchin in <gasps> Turkey. Wow. Not a small, not a small child <laughs> from Dickensian <laughs> times. An actual urchin gang. It was unbelievable. My leg, I, it can only be described as a flesh wellington. Flesh wellington. It started on the plane on the way home and I thought, oh, I've just got cankles. You know, I thought I've just something... You know, it's a bit middle-aged. Oh, dear, that ankle's a bit puffy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two hours later, it was literally... Imagine a hunter welly, Yeah. but just made of flesh. You could see it creeping up the ruddy leg. Was
1: that, like, poison going poison. into you?
0: And I waited for six hours in A&E. It was going above the knee, Ugh. up into the thigh area. Yeah. And they just ca- caused in time. And what did they do? Uh, I was put onto liquid antibiotics. I mean, you know, a drip... Wow. It was, I, I don't want to pull the rug on your pothole story. No, but... no
1: I, my pothole story is nothing compared to that. that mine, is... mine
0: was more dramatic. And what was
1: that, that phrase is going to live with me now? Flesh.
0: Flesh Wellington.
1: Flesh Wellington. <laughs> Great name for a heavy metal album.
0: <laughs> don't ever step on an urchin.
1: Genuinely, if you're going on holiday this year, take that advice.
0: Yeah. It's a bit of a yellow hammer, I think.
1: Will other birds uh, interact with this, thinking that it's birds speaking to them. Do you think if they hear it coming out the radio in someone's kitchen?
0: No. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bush. You know that, mate. You're better than Kate. You're uh, the best. You're the best Bush around. You, the... you know I love Kate. Thank you. Yeah, ma'am. Thanks, Mel. I felt I had to do that because I defended him a Thanks, bit. Thanks, Mel. No. Oh, it's time for the best bush of all, his red letter day. Come on, bushy! You're not going to believe this. It's
1: World Dracula Day today. Oh! You think the World Dracula Day would be like right in the middle of winter?
0: In November, exactly. I know it's February. That's weird.
1: World Dracula Day today. So, three facts about Dracula. For you.
0: Good. First of
1: all, it was inspired by food poisoning, the book. (gasps) Bram Stoker said uh, he was compelled to pen the tale after dreaming of a vampire king rising from the tomb following a helping of dressed crab at supper. (sighs) He had a bit of food poisoning, had a dodgy belly.
0: Ooh. And then he wrote the book, so weird. Bram Stoker, man.
1: Fact number two, although Bram Stoker set his book in Transylvania, he's never been there. What? Never went.
0: That's quite interesting, actually. What a lazy... Never went. I wonder what the furthest a field he ever travelled was.
1: Cornwall or something like that. Do you reckon? Yeah. Courno. <laughs> Curno. Ne- never went. That's a
0: very, very good fact,
1: mate. Thanks very much. Fact number three. Good. The co-founder of Microsoft now owns the original manuscript of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh. Paul Allen, who founded yeah. Microsoft with Bill Gates, he actually paid an undisclosed <laughs> amount see, for that the manuscript. see,
0: that annoys me. It should be in a museum somewhere, should not it? That exactly. That really gets my goat. I'm not going to lie to you again. And he's got it locked up downstairs in his vault. And I bet he, well, he's probably American, isn't he, yeah, Paul Wilson? Yeah, Well, he probably puts a comedy set of fangs on and a, and a little cloak with a red collar and goes, oh, I'm going to go down and read my own copy of Bram Stoker's Dracula. By candlelight. That's annoying. It is annoying, isn't it? Was he, what was he called, Paul Wilson?
1: Uh, his name is Paul Allen.
0: Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Paul, if you are listening to this show, which you might does. be on his computer, because yeah. they can get it over there on their computers. They can, yeah. Just blooming take out the manuscript and give it to the Smithsonian or whatever museum happens to be nearby to you in America. Yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah, Paul.
0: What are you going to do with it on your own?
1: Yeah. Get it out for parties and that, you weirdo. Yeah. Get it in the museum, Paul. Yeah,
0: exactly,
1: Paul. Time's up, Paul.
0: Time is up for you. Big time. Hashtag Paul. That's the new movement.
1: Yes. Hashtag Paul. Hashtag manuscript Paul. No, has- sorry. Hashtag where's the manuscript Paul? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag
0: where's the manuscript Paul? we got there. We've in the started end. a new movement, Bush. We Get have. the placards. We're going out into the streets with that. Boom. Uh, everyone will be wearing badges um, for that.
1: <laughs> How's your week been? Mel, thank you for asking. My week is featured uh, two words, and that's yeah. hay fever. Oh, oh. I think I've got bad hay fever.
0: Uh, yeah, it might be, might be one word. Is that one word? <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking the Noel Coward play, my love, which is of course an absolute work of genius. Hay fever, which was two hayfever. words. Uh, but hey, hay fever is it's two words. words
1: in your face, and is in it is in people's faces, isn't oh, it?
0: Oh, matey, so go on, talk well, us through. I think,
1: right? I've not had hay fever for about twenty years. Yeah. And then suddenly this year. This kind of hay fever sparked up. And there's, I've spoken to a few other people oh, yeah. who've not had it before. No,
0: totes. Uh, absolutely, I'm hearing it all round town.
1: And it's like, you're hearing it downtown at the moment yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And suddenly this bad, I'm calling it bad hay fever. Like dark hay fever. Oh, matey. It's like, come out of nowhere.
0: Are you putting that stuff up your nostrils, which is supposed to block it?
1: No, I'm not, I'm not. I haven't tried any remedies at all yet. In
0: fact, hearing your voice now as you talk about it suddenly sounds a little bit coldy.
1: I feel a bit nasally. I felt like that for about a week or so.
0: So I need some remedies. Well, the organic way—I've never actually done it because I'm not—I'm not a um, sufferer—is to put some sort of tincture slash gel ointment up the nostrils, which is supposed to prevent the pollen. Oh, is
1: that right? Was that what Gary Barlow was doing in that? Take that video that we were talking about earlier (laughs) on
0: with the jelly. He got
1: a lot of jelly on his face and his body. Or I've seen other things where you can get from chemists where you put. Crystals that are lit up up your nostrils. What? Have you seen those?
0: That's Breaking Bad, mate. Bush, I've been doing some research. I say I. Uh, Maloney, Louise, has been doing a little bit of research during that delightful Elton John ditty. Has she? I've got some hay fever news just in.
1: Breaking hay fever news.
0: Now, this is good, man. This is good. Best natural remedies for hay fever. Do you know what the top one is?
1: Is it bees?
0: No, not bees. Eating bees. Eating bees. (laughs)
1: No, but you can eat the local honey, can't you? That's what it is. Don't eat bees. Do oh, not eat
0: bees. On. Oh, so hang on. <laughs> you need to eat exactly local honey. But it has to be very local. doesn't it have to be from, like, within 10 metres of your house or something. Well, this
1: is the problem. I do an hour and 20-minute train journey from Essex. I can't keep eating honey all the way down the train track to get all the way to here. Uh, it's just too co- confusing.
0: No, you could do a bit of Essex yep. when you're down there on the platform uh-huh. and then do a bit of London. Okay. There, is, there is London honey... Is that? Yeah, I've tried Uxbridge, honey. It's very, very nice. Really? Yeah, really nice subtle flavour on that. Well, I'll give that a go. But it wouldn't work because you're not near Uxbridge. We are in central London. Very good point. So you need, I don't know, central London honey. Where are the bees around here? I don't want
1: to go around central London asking for honey.
0: Uh, oh, you might get something quite other.
1: <laughs> yes, I think I will. <laughs>
0: Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, quite other indeed.
0: We might lose you for several days. Yes. Now, uh, right... Apparently, Mm -hmm. a really, really good natural remedy for hay fever is, my friend, ginger. Ginger? Yeah, it's a powerful natural anti-inflammatory that helps reduce nasal swelling and associated hay fever symptoms.
1: In what format would I eat this? A juice
0: combo, it says. A good juice combo is carrot, celery, beetroot, apple and ginger. Years. Uh, So you need to up your ginger.
1: Right, I'm going to up my ginger content. Yeah. And maybe this will shift what I am going to be describing as... Dark hay fever.
0: Oh, Macy, I'm Bad sorry. Bad hay fever. Are you actually sneezing with it?
1: Sneezing all the time, and <sighs> feel a little bit, feel a bit like dizzy in the head.
0: Have you got a cold?
1: I don't. Maybe I've just got a cold.
0: I think you might just have a cold, mate.
1: All this, and I might just have a cold.
0: Well, I don't know. I, f- I tell you what, I feel sorry for people who are doing exams at the moment with hay fever.
1: Oh, I used to, I used to hate it. Yeah. I used to do my, I remember doing my GCSEs with yeah. like a squished up, horrible tissue.
0: Oh no. You
1: know that kind of like, yeah, horrible.
0: Did you write down the answers on the tissue?
1: Yes. <gasps> Quite a few of the answers.
0: Bushington. Look at where yes. I am now. A little chemistry, um, you know, what's at the periodic table. Oh, this is a good one. Bush, prepared? I'm ready. It's a three-word question. Okay. Hiking or cycling?
1: Cycling every time. Yeah. It's got to be cycling, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. What about know. you? Oh,
0: I'm torn. Like Natalie and Imbruglia. Torn. torn,
1: Good yeah. old Torn, Natalie and Bruglia. But for you, it's cycling. 100% yeah. particularly since we did Palace to Palace. It wasn't
0: that great.
1: It was so good. It was so good. And I felt we had more in the tank because they've been talking yes, to us year, this year about it. The 90 miler. That's the Sh- double one, isn't it? Oh, the
0: double. double. The double. Do you think we should do the 90 miler?
1: I reckon we could do it. What is that though? Do you go like there and back? I don't. Is that too much? Maybe that's too much.
0: I, I, what I, what What I don't want to do is say a bit swaggery. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're doing the 90-miler. Yeah, we're going to do the sort of elite version of uh, Palace to Palace, and then absolutely fail.
1: Yeah. get Like, have to get picked up by emergency services. Yeah, Sorry.
0: because ours was a 45-miler, and frankly, we came out very much smelling of roses. We
1: really did. We really, really did. We
0: weren't tired, we yep. were chipper, everyone thought we were We were quite marvellous.
1: I actually went home immediately and googled what are the odds at the age of 42 of still getting into the Tour de France. Oh, but... I felt like I still had gas in the tank.
0: Mate, but you know you can cycle till you're quite old. Well, that's that's <laughs> encouraging. No, but Chris Hoy... Chris Hoy yeah. was not, you know, a spring chicken when he won all those golds at 2012. Are you saying there's still a chance for me at the next Olympics? Uh, I don't know. Whoa. Maybe archery. <laughs> or curling. Thanks. Enough of that. Rather nice, sort of soft music. No, we want something hard. We want something like Carmina Burana. Bing, bing, bing bong, bong. Bing, bing, bing. That's probably the worst rendition of Carmina Burana you've ever heard. You know what's up. Yeah, you know what this is. It's time for Tell Mel. (laughs) Consider me your sort of, uh, what's her name, Anna Rayburn, but with edge and with tweed. You can ask me anything, but good luck. Ah, I might not be very nice. Hi, Mel, it's Emma. My flatmate keeps offering to cook for me, but they're not very good at it. What shall I tell him as an excuse for not eating it? Oh, Emma, I think you're a little bit of a soft, soapy, soft, sappy sort of a person. Come on, Emma, you need some lead in your pencil. Take up the old uh, reins of the cookery yourself. Why rely on him? Go out, buy some cinnamon sticks, buy some coriander, buy some of those newfangled ingredients, and create some delicious hot pot that you can wow your flatmates with. Come on, Emma, man up essentially. Next, please.
1: Hi, Mel. It's Mikael. My friend puts water on the cereal, not milk. Is this okay?
0: Mikael, this. Is the most sacrilege statement I have heard for nigh on a decade. Your friend puts water on their cereal rather than milk. Call the police, Mikhail. Call MI5, call Interpol. Call the highest of the big cheeses that exist in this known world. Ozzy Osbourne allegedly used to put whiskey on his. That's fine. Some people put almond milk on theirs. Hmm, it's all right, almost. But water? Oh, Mikhail. Oh, that's absolutely disgusting. I can't even bear to look at you. Next, please. Hi, Mel, it's Sophie. Which do you put on a scone first, the cream or the jam? Oh, Sophie, it depends if you're from Devon or Cornwall, my dear. The Devonians like to put jam and then cream on or is it the other way round I seem to have forgotten for the moment all you have to do is go to Devon sample their cream tea and then go across the border somewhere near Bude. to Cornwall and see what they do they'll tell you don't ask me I don't know what do you think I am some sort of baking expert ah thank you so much for listening to our little podcast hear more stuff and nonsense like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic The Mel Gedroich Podcast.